You're listening to special programming brought to you by Ragana Kuman Henry of Coldwell Banker Premier Realty. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Welcome to the Southern Nevada Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Regana, and today I have a very special guest, Gordy Zorn, a home inspector with Advanced Home Inspections. Welcome, Gordy. Good morning, Regana. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. You're so welcome. And Gordy, uh, many people that are listening out there, listening this morning, they're wondering, do they have to have a home inspection when purchasing a home? What do you say to that? That's a great question. Uh, no, you are not required to have a home inspection done. But uh, if you were spending three, four, five hundred thousand dollars plus on a home, especially an older home, wouldn't it make sense to have an inspection done? Now, I'm uh, a home purchase is one of the largest investments you'll ever make. I know I'd like uh, that added sense of security knowing I made a good decision. Yes, that sounds very, uh, very good information, very correct regarding that. And Gordy, how long have you been doing inspections? I've been in business now for almost 12 years uh, prior to this. I'd worked for the largest luxury home builder in America with multiple awards for homeowner satisfaction. Before that, I was a senior field supervisor for an electrical contractor with over 30 employees. My philosophy is if you can't build one, how can you inspect one? You'd be surprised on how many home inspectors that don't have a construction background. Folks really need to know or do their homework before hiring an inspector. Nevada is a regulated state, but that only means an inspector took a 40-hour class, and that class teaches you the answers to the proctored exam. This is why asking questions is so important when looking for the right inspector. Right. That sounds very, very true, what you're saying, and uh, good information for the people out there that never knew this or never uh, purchased a home before uh, as they're getting ready to uh, hire a home inspector. Now, Gordy, is a home inspection a pass or fail situation? Well, that's a good question, Regana. Uh, home inspections are not a pass or fail inspection. There are either issues or no issues found. Home inspections are not code-compliant inspections. We go what's known as the standards of practice. Now, what does this mean? This means whatever the standards are that the builders are using is what we are inspecting on. I have a little story to tell you about that. A few years back, I inspected a newer home, less than a year old, when checking the countertop outlets to make sure that they were GFCI protected, 
I found the builder's electrician had a stove outlet tied into the countertop outlets. Stoves do not need to be GFCI protected, and I've never had an electrical uh, an electrician wire a stove in this way before. So after writing this up, I got a call from the listing agent. She had uh, checked with her electrical contractor who did the work, and they told her um, it was perfectly fine since it's not a code issue. I then explained that this is not common practice throughout the building industry. So to strengthen my point, I asked her uh, if she was home. Uh, she told me she was. I then asked her to go to her kitchen and trip the GFCI. And a GFCI is a ground fault circuit interrupter, by the way. Um, closest to the stove. There was a small hesitation, and then she told me, and I, I can't really believe this, but she told me she didn't have a kitchen. Um, I chuckled a little and then really uh, don't understand how anybody couldn't have a kitchen. Uh, I wasn't going to argue with her, uh, but telling me that her house wasn't equipped with a kitchen was a really tough to swallow. Um, I, guess, I guess there were those uh, who don't want to be proven wrong. Wow, Gordy. That, just the fact that she said she doesn't have a kitchen, that's really, really a wild story. Yeah, it is bizarre. Uh, very bizarre. Now, Gordy, what are some frequently found issues uh, as you're doing home inspections? Well, most of the issues found, in my opinion, are going to be electrical Plumbing is going to be a close second. I completely understand calling an electrician or a plumber can be expensive, but either doing the work yourself or calling Joe the handyman uh, may not be the best option. Uh, I remember an older home I inspected where once uh, I got into the attic, I noticed a, a bunch of Romex that was laying on the insulation running down the center of the attic space. Uh, when I traced back the lines, I found uh, plugs were attached to all the ends of the Romex, and then they were plugged into a power strip. Come to find out the owner installed ceiling fans in every room on the second floor, and this was his way of running the electrical. This is substandard electrical practice, and you really can't do electrical work in this way. Wow, that's, that's good information also, uh, Gordy. Now, Gordy, what about, uh, as you're doing these inspections, uh, code issues, Gordy? Well, as I mentioned, we aren't code-compliant inspectors. We should only go by the standards of practice. My reports are labeled in a way that reflects the standards. So my reports are pretty detailed, full of photos, and whatever the issue is, um, it's, it's labeled. Okay. And, you know, Gordy, there's some people that's listening right now that uh, are possibly wanting a new construction homes, and they're like saying to themselves, why should I have a home inspection on a, a new construction home when it has warranties and, and things like that. What do you say about uh, new, uh, new home constructions on a new build? 
Well, I'm doing more new home inspections than ever before. Uh, just because a home is new doesn't mean a subcontractor didn't do a shortcut or two uh, when the superintendent wasn't around. Folks need to understand that the subs get paid what's known as piecework. Uh, they don't get paid by the hour. So the quicker they get in and out of the house is when they make their money. I have another short story to tell. I remember doing a brand new home where the front half of the house was missing insulation in the attic. Yeah. This couldn't be seen from the attic, uh, but was found when scanning with a thermal imager. Um, I am a level two certified thermographer and also an IR roof inspector. So thermal Im imagers are a specialized tool that home inspectors should not use unless they have formal training. As I mentioned, home inspectors are regulated by the state, and the state says that they can't offer an additional service unless they are licensed or certified to do so. Um, another example of this is our drones. Some home inspectors are using drones to do roof inspections, but don't have a drone pilot license with the FAA. Um, and I'm, I'm currently uh, studying to get my drone pilot license. That's wonderful, uh, Gordy, about your drone pilot license. It's always good to be in uh, compliance and have the necessary licenses when you're doing home inspections. Uh, now, how about new home issues, Gordy, as opposed to older home issues that you find uh, when you're doing the home inspections? Well, um, I would have to agree that newer homes have way less issues than older homes. In almost the 12 years I've been in business, uh, I can count on one hand that I've never found an issue on a brand new home. Uh, it's not that I have to find something either. Uh, I have no problem walking off an inspection that I found absolutely nothing to write up. Uh, that's a good day. Wow. And I'm sure those good days are very far and in between, uh, Gordy, since uh, uh, you know you do so many of these and you, you're bound to find uh, something on a home inspection even if it's something very small. Now, Gordy, what types of real estate inspections uh, do you do, Gordy? Uh, I do condos, townhomes, single-family homes, and commercial properties. Uh, also, some manufactured homes, but there's limitations on everything we inspect, but I'd say mostly single-family residential properties are the norm. Okay. And uh, regarding uh, buyer hiring you for an inspection and sellers also hire you, hiring you for an inspection, can you kind of elaborate on uh, those two types of inspections? Well, typically it is the buyers that hire me to do the inspection, but in all honesty, it actually makes more sense for the sellers to have the inspection done before the home goes on the market. This way, you know beforehand what to expect and even fix uh, before you do list it on the market. Okay. And uh, what are the limitations 
in uh, general when you're doing these home inspections, Gordy? Well, as I mentioned, we are regulated by the state. They tell us what is and isn't inspected. Uh, as an example of the irrigation system is not part of a Nevada home inspection. Also, on a home that's owner-occupied, we, uh, we can't and we won't move uh, furniture or other personal property. This limits the inspection to what's just visible and accessible. There's other limitations which are spelled out on both my contract and on the report itself. If uh, there is any concern by the buyer, there should be, this should be addressed prior to doing the inspection. I remember a few weeks ago, a couple called to, ins uh, to schedule an inspection, and when it came to the pool, uh, he had a concern about a roof-mounted solar heater. I explained first off that w uh, we don't inspect these, and second, uh, we aren't allowed to change the settings on the current owner's pool equipment. Uh, he mentioned there was another home inspector that would test the solar pool heater for an additional fee. I explained solar heaters fail all the time, and if the home inspector wanted to open himself up for liability, that's all on him. Once you go beyond the state, what the state tells you uh, to inspect, the they will question why this was done. Uh, this means potential fines and other disciplinary measures by the real estate division. Well, call me a Boy Scout, but I stick to the rules. Sure, sure. And that's good to know that you follow things by the book, Gordy. Um, now, what, Gordy, what is the limitation on the size of the structure that you're inspecting, Gordy? Uh, well, there are limitations uh, on the size, uh, especially when it comes to commercial properties. Uh, I am. Uh, I can only inspect up to ten thousand square foot on a commercial inspection. Okay, good to know, Gordy. And also uh, regarding uh, pools and spas, uh, can you elaborate on that, uh, Gordy? Well, as I mentioned previously, I do pool and spa inspections, and it is limited to what is visible. If there's a leak underground, obviously I can't see that. I recommend, uh, recommend checking with the water authority on previous usage. I also check the water meter at the road. If the meter is spinning and no one is using the water within the home, I then know that there's either an irrigation leak of, or a pool leak. Okay. And, Gordy, now what are, the, uh, for example, the limitations uh, on when you do a roof inspection, Gordy? Well, roof inspections uh, do have limits. Uh, we should never walk on a clay or concrete tile roof. Uh, you, you break it, you bought it. Uh, we're also limited to a 10-foot ladder. So my inspections on roof coverings are done from both the ground and from the attic. If there's a roof leak there should be moisture stains on the roof sheathing within the attic. Okay. And, uh, Gordy, what is like beyond um, property that's beyond a, a general inspection as you're doing these home inspections? Well, uh, 
Several years ago, I was hired by an investor to inspect a fairly new home, but when I drove up to the house, I noticed that the front door was wide open along with the windows. Um, I could also see that the whole upper portion of the house was leaning to the right, and, and I mean the whole house. Wow. It, it appeared the builder built the home on expansive soils. There was multiple cracks inside and out. None of the doors or windows could close because the, the entire structure was leaning. The house could not be fixed. The house would have to be torn down. And I've never come across another home like this since then. Wow, Gordy, that's uh, some scary scary situations that you're talking about. I can't believe the house was actually, well, I do believe it because that's what you do for uh, for your livelihood, but it's just a very, very bizarre that uh, that uh, was in that kind of uh, uh, condition. Uh, now, Gordy, how about uh, mold ins- inspections? Can you elaborate a little bit about the mold inspections? Well, home inspectors cannot mention anything about mold in a home inspection report. In the case where there is some discoloration present, a notation, for example, can be made like uh, there's there's active moisture with discoloration. Uh, recommend further evaluation by a microbial specialist. Now, I am a certified mold inspector, and... Uh, that is actually done on a separate inspection and separate report. Um, and that would be done, um, again, separately. Um, I'm also a certified uh, radon inspector. I, I use a continuous monitor that takes air samples every hour instead of using the less accurate canister. Okay, and... Uh, Gordy, that is very interesting to know, and it's good to know that you also do uh, mold inspections and also uh, radon inspections. So you're like very well versed in in different things. Uh, so one stop shopping when hiring an inspector. That's great. Now, Gordy, um, what is the most interesting structure that you've ever inspected? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I remember years ago, I in attempted to inspect a home on the east side of town that was a frat house. Uh, Upon entering, uh, I did an initial walkthrough and found that uh, I wasn't able to conduct an inspection. Every inch of wall space had an empty beer can stacked on it, including the bathrooms. It's difficult to inspect when you don't have access to anything. I took a couple of photos uh, with my phone. I sent it to the buyer explaining how it was impossible to inspect the house at this time. Wow, that is really, really an interesting story, uh, Gordy. I'm sure you have more than that if we had more time, but I'm sh- that is very interesting. Okay, and Gordy, uh, how much, for the listeners out there, how much time, uh, especially for the listeners that uh, – never purchased a home or done a home inspection, how much time does it take to conduct an inspection? Well, on average, it takes roughly one hour for every 1,000 square foot. 
It definitely holds true on an older home, especially when it comes to the electrical. This time um, also doesn't reflect the hours that it takes to write up the report. On average, I take anywhere from, uh, say, two to 800 photos uh, on, in, on each inspection. I don't just take pictures of issues. I take pictures of the entire home in case questions should come up days, weeks, months later. Home inspectors are required to hold on to a report for three years. I, I have a six terabyte external hard drive that's typically more than halfway full um, when it comes to the actual photos. After three years, the report and all the photos uh, then get deleted. Okay, that's good to know that someone can uh, call you after the service is done and, and don't have to rely on their own judgment if they really have a question that they're concerned of. That's very good. And uh, Gordy, um, regarding uh, client questions, can you elaborate uh, on um, clients' questions to you? I typically walk the house with the client after the inspection um, to go over all the findings. If the client isn't available, once they look over the report, I always tell the client they can call me and go over the report with them. My reports are detailed and absolutely full of photos. I include arrows, captions um, to help explain whatever the issue pertains to. That's good, Gordy. Um, now, Gordy, what areas around town and what areas uh, do you service? Oh, I've done many inspections out in Pahrump, um, and I've gone as far east as Mesquite. Uh, I've even gone as, uh, as far north as Lincoln County, uh, a small town. I can't even remember the name of it, uh, but... All I know is it took me two and a half hours to get there and two and a half hours to get back. Wow. Uh, of course, I do have to charge extra for travel time uh, when not local. Wow, that that's good to know that you uh, cover a wide range of areas and you're not uh, shy to, you know, go a little bit farther out for the client. So that's, that's great. Uh, Gordy, it's been a pleasure. And thank you so much for being on my show today. And please say your name, company name, and your phone number twice for the listeners. Well, it's Gordy Zorn from Advanced Home Inspections, LLC, 702-987-5319. Again, that's Gordy Zorn, Advanced Home Inspections, LLC, 702-987-5319. License number G65-01807. Thank you so much, Gordy. And that was such valuable information for the listeners today from our very special guest, Gordy Zorn, with Advanced Home Inspections. And presently in a seller's market, I must share with the listeners my own experience, my own personal experience when I am working with buyers. I have personally experienced when presenting an offer for my buyer clients with sometimes getting an actual counter response back from the sellers through the seller's realtor, insisting that my buyers waive the home inspection as a condition of the sellers accepting my buyer's offer. 
I do not, and I repeat, I do not recommend that the buyers agree to this since that could fall into a money pit situation for the buyers by agreeing to not have a home inspection done on the home unless the buyers have deep, deep pockets and are like okay to take this kind of risk. A home is usually the most expensive item that someone will ever purchase. And by waiving the buyer's rights to a home inspection could seriously be a financial disaster for the buyers. If a buyer cannot get their offer accepted by including the home inspection as part of the purchase agreement, then it's better to walk away from that purchase. I am very honest and I have a huge conscience and would not be able to sleep and function peacefully if I, as my buyer's realtor, convinced my buyers to not have a home inspection done in order for the sellers to accept the buyer's offer. I always look at what's best for my clients. If something does not appear right for my clients, I always let my clients know. It's always a good idea to have a home inspection. At least a buyer will have all the information handy possible about the home before the final purchase of the home and it creates a more positive home buying experience. And regarding sellers, it's a great proactive action for the sellers to have a home inspection before placing their home on the market since this gives the sellers the opportunity to correct any issues found before the home goes on the market and that way, the sellers don't have to worry about the buyers backing out of the purchase because the buyers got nervous from items found on the home inspection. And I am Regana Kuman Henry with Colville Banker Premier Realty, your host for the Southern Nevada Real Estate Show that airs every fourth Sunday of the month at 7:30 a.m. And my number is 702. 702- Five nine six one two six seven. Again, that's seven zero two five nine six one two six seven. And my license number is BS two seven eight eight zero. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to my show this morning. And I wish everyone listening a great Sunday and a great week. <music>